And here we go again for another episode. Episode two. What's up? What's happening? You excited? I'm excited. Are you? I'm very excited. This is uh, episode two um, of the Unknown Podcast, but guess what? Finally got a name. It's known. Finally got a name. (laughs) So it's no longer unknown. I had to rack my brain forever trying to figure out a damn name for this podcast. It took you like, what, two weeks or more? Uh, around two weeks, yeah. yeah. It's, but it, it, it was a lot of trial and error because I had to finagle with a lot of different names and spellings and stuff like that. A lot of the things that I wanted initially just wasn't available. Like, yeah. it, it, was, it was troublesome. Like, it was stressful, honestly. I can't even lie. It makes you... Um realize how many podcasts there are out there there. are a ton of podcasts out there like when i say there are a ton of podcasts like it's not just the amount of podcasts is is also the amount of people that starting podcasts but never Mm -hmm. actually start them as well yeah so i have to fight against not only the people that have established podcasts Mm -hmm. but also the people that uh wanted to start a podcast took all the names yeah created social media handles and, and all that stuff anything. didn't do anything with it but right. i also got to fight against those that did have a podcast and is no longer doing anything with it yeah you know so i wonder how that works because they're taking those names but it's not being used so, so th- how this, can that be repurposed yeah so there, there's a way that you could do it i actually had to look up a youtube video last night because the even the name that i decided which i'm gonna say in a little bit mm-hmm. um I couldn't get it because somebody else already had it. Okay. So it's it's difficult because if somebody has the name on IG, how do I get that name? Right. The problem was when I pulled up the name, they literally, two of the names, because it was two names I even came up with last night. And the two names, one had zero followers, following two people, oh. zero posts, no no profile picture, nothing. The second one, same thing, but three people following. So it's wow. just like, what's why why create these dummy pages if you're not going to actually do anything with them? Right. You know, so um, those were the last two. The third from the last, I actually reached out to um, the page because there was a few people following it, but there was nothing posted. No mm-hmm. profile picture. So I'm like, maybe this was somebody's personal page that they decided to turn into a regular page. Right. But it's crazy. Has anybody reached back out to you? You know they didn't. But it's all good because we finally got the name. Got a name. We finally got the name. So, so you got the Twitter and everything. I'm about to drop everything right now. Gotcha. All right. So officially, I can announce officially, the podcast is going to be named 50 Shades of Play. Um, the IG name is 50 Shades of Play um, with a Z. The the Twitter is going to be the number five zero shades with the Z of play of play plain and simple. Keep it simple. Um, the email address is going to be 50 shades of play with the Z um, spelling out the word 50. So why did you do? So why are you doing um, Twitter the, different? Yeah. So Twitter only allows 15 characters for Twitter names. Okay. 50 shades of play is 17. So I had to uh, bring okay. it down. Okay. The positive thing about it is it still gets the, the same thing across. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want it to have the number five zero shades of play because I didn't want it to like somebody to hear that name. And their first thought is, OK, well, they're going to be talking about 50 things. I didn't right. want that. I want right. it to be 
brand recognition to the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, but know that, okay, Fifty Shades of Play, oh, it's probably going to be something up in the lines of that, right. but they don't want to use that name. Right. So, it's official. So, I purchased the domain last night. I got the the IG, Twitter, and email set up, so it's going down. It's official. It's official. I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, transition now because now we have, we have a little bit more. We have the name, we have subject matter. Now it's time to start making, given, given the actual skeleton, the bones of the podcast. So I'm looking to create a good foundation where, you know, we can make it fun, we can make it entertaining, and we could provide a lot of, you know, a lot of information, a lot of insight that points of view that people don't normally get. So my goal is to create segments within each episode. So anytime we have new guests on the show and I have a whole bunch of people slated, I even, even just talking in the last couple of days, I've had a lot of people reach out saying, yeah, they're, they're down to come on them by themselves, them with their, their partner. Like I'm, it's, it's pretty dope. And I haven't even released anything yet. I just let, I think only like, two or three people have heard the first episode okay um and i'm just holding it off right now because i want to be able to get ahead of the content so mm-hmm. we're just i'm just in crunch time recording phase so just recording 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 trying to get as much content out as possible but this this is what i'm thinking and I, I think this works well because a lot of podcasts in order to keep the entertainment value you can't just talk for half an hour an hour mm-hmm. about the same subject right, right. so of course, it's going to have an intro. Always got to have an intro. But anytime we have a new guest, I want to do some type of icebreaker, like a game. So right. I'm thinking Never Have I Ever. I like it. Because Never Have I Ever is is one of those games that I played. Um, I really played it more so in college than anything else. But even in college when I played it, I always lost. So we, we would do like Never Have I Ever and hold up. I, I mean, you did up. a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> It will be like hold up ten ten fingers and you'll like never have I ever and if you did it then you just drop a finger right. or if you playing it as a drinking game it'll be never have I ever and you have to take a sip of whatever drink that you have right. so God forbid you have shots it's gonna be a long night if you don't do it <laughs> so I lost all the time because I was always doing more than everybody else so because you was fast I wouldn't say <laughs> I was fast I would say more so I was experienced. Oh, okay. I was experienced, and I'm sticking to that. (laughs) So um, I'm thinking like a little intro, like Never Have I Ever, or one of those types of games to break the ice with um, whoever the guest is at that time. That way we can see where their play style is, what they're into, Mm -hmm. um, and then that could guide into, you know, the next segment, which is really going to be more so the main topic of that episode. So it's going to be an overarching theme for the entire podcast but it's always going to be dealing with some type of thing about relationships dating sex how to improve it how to improve ourselves mental health it's always it's going to be mm-hmm. overarching the podcast is really going to be about helping people to become better in this new era of 2020 mm-hmm. even within this covid era right <laughs> um but being able to improve them with their partners in the bedroom if they're single Whatever it may be, this right. is supposed to be for everybody. Self-improvement. Self-improvement in so many different facets of relationships. So I think it's going to be really good to be able to do it the way that I have it planned. Um, and 
I'm looking forward to helping a lot of people. Okay, let's get into it. So, um, so that's the main, that's the main part of the, the podcast. Then the final part is going to be just like many others, the listeners' questions. Right. So I already got a, a a few questions that came from some people that have been already asking questions because I told them what the podcast was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told them, you know, once once you're ready, like send questions. And I started. I got. A, I, I'm flooded already. So, so are we going to answer questions today? No, we're not going to answer questions today. Um, I want to talk about just one topic based on a podcast that we was watching. Uh, we was listening to um, not too long ago, but no, I'm going to probably on the next episode, we'll, we'll probably get that started. Okay. I want to be able to get a little bit of infrastructure together, get a little bit more okay. um, things in order before we start with that. Um, because I want to make sure that the questions that are asked are answered well. And if they, if they are asking these questions, I want to make sure that they go somewhat with the topic of the actual episodes. Gotcha. So I'm waiting for... So you got to cipher through some exactly. of the questions and so place I need to them get through some of them Because some of them are just quick questions. Other ones are like stories. Okay. You know, so it's just like, all right, scenario-based. What should I do? Because X, Y, and Z, ha- yeah. that, that's a little bit longer. So I want to make sure that I have the opportunity to um, sift through all, a lot of that information and move from there. But uh, yeah, so I did want to talk to you about this, though. And it's interesting because we was listening to um, a podcast earlier this week. It's a podcast based out of Houston called After the Threesome Podcast. And they really talk about um, relationships and things of that nature. And I thought the conversation was interesting because it was a conversation with a panel of women. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a panel. The first episode is a panel of women. The second episode is a panel of men. So we haven't got through the men's point of view, but I just thought it was interesting a lot of the things that the women were saying about dating and the expectations of dating and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So your opinion, and, let, and, I, and I want you to think from two mindsets. I want you to think from the mindset before we got together. Okay. What were first dates like for you? Um, before we got together... First dates were always in public. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy would pick me up. He would like he would pick the restaurant. Mm-hmm. We would talk about what mm-hmm. I like and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then he would make sure. Like before we met, I was pescatarian for a while. Right. Um, so it was always taking me to spots that served a I lot would, of seafood. That would serve a lot yeah. of seafood. Right. Um. So we communicated about where we're going to go. Then he always picked me up. Uh, and then that's how we would date. Okay. Um, the guy would always pay unless... Well, that was that's the first date. So typically the guy will always pay. But why? Um, I think... I don't, I don't think about it like, oh, the man has to pay. Mm-hmm. I think it was just being chivalrous. Mm-hmm. Because I dated myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So I knew what I wanted. I mm-hmm. knew what I liked. Right. And I knew that I wanted someone to take me out <laughs> to, right, and right, to spoil right. me and to do things like that. That was just what I liked. And I know that's what I wanted mm-hmm. for a first date. Now, if we're talking about dates after, then the approach is a little bit different. Gotcha. But for the first date, I believe a man should pay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, 
I thought it was interesting in the podcast because basically most of the women seem to be saying that the men always have to pay when you right. go and I don't I don't agree with that. That that really threw me for a loop. And 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 the crazy thing is, this conversation happens a lot because there's a lot of people that you know come up and they always ask the question, you know, who should pay for the date? Mm-hmm. Who should do this and who should do that? And every time it's always like when most let let me not say every time a majority of the time when I talk to women about this subject, they Mm -hmm. always say the man has to pay like it's a requirement. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some Mm -hmm. some families raise their kids different, of course. Uh Um, I know there are very there's a very small amount of women that I talk to that said that on the first date they'll go Dutch. So they'll I pay, like that too. They'll I've pay done for their that. meal and the and the guy will pay for his meal. I've because you don't know that. what their financial situation, what, you don't not, not not even the financial situation. So you don't you don't know if this is something that's gonna go past it. Some people so I, I heard it on two things, on two levels. So on one side is they'll go Dutch because this is the first date and we're filling each other out. Mm-hmm. The other one is we'll go Dutch because if it's a date that I don't like, then I'll pay for my own meal. And so I, that way that can give him a signal like, ah, uh, I don't, I'm not really interested. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for my own food because I don't want you to think that anything is expected after this. Okay, if I if you pay for me, you know, so I definitely see all the different sides of it. Um, but I always found it interesting how the men is, men are expected to pay. Now, right, I, so we're talking just about first date or are you talking about dates period? Well, first date. First date for sure, yes, but a lot of times it's it's all dates. A lot of women will say that if if a man and a woman are going mm-hmm. on a date, first, second, third, fourth, no matter what it is, the mm-hmm. man should be paying. And I do not agree with that. I don't either. The reason I the reason I, I I'm curious to hear your reasoning behind that, but the reason I I don't think a man should always pay is because there's no reciprocity, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I don't have the financial means to, you know pay for all these dates let's say i'm really interested in you mm-hmm. and i want to see you a lot right. so i'm like okay let's go let's go here let's go here let's go here let's go here mm-hmm. that's a lot of money coming out of my pocket you know so then this there's there's conversations like okay well if the man pays for the dinner mm-hmm. or the date itself the woman takes care of the tip mm-hmm. how many women actually do that probably bear is slim to none <laughs> <laughs> but but even with that like if and you know you you're a woman of very expensive taste oh uh, yes yes very expensive <laughs> taste the many many dates that we've gone on you know not not even just when we first got together but even in marriage it's just like you always want to go to the most expensive restaurants where our meal is going to be like a hundred to two hundred dollars and I'm like, and you always what? enjoy the meal. I enjoy the meal. Yes, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed the meal. But it's just like, damn, like, what if this is a dude that was just trying to impress a girl and he's breaking his pocket just to impress her. But it it leads it gives it gives some type of false image of who he is because he's probably stunting on on the dates. But what if his financial situation isn't good enough to maintain that? throughout the relationship that becomes a problem so i think i think after the first date um it needs to be more creative like Mm -hmm. i think the woman should set up dates and maybe do a date and a picnic in the park i mean i know that's very uh movie it's cliche (laughs) movie cliche Um, yep but 
maybe a picnic at a house on the floor. Mm-hmm. I've done that before where we didn't really have the finances, so we did a candlelight picnic on mm-hmm. the floor um, at the house. Um, a walk in the park, a bike ride, like mm-hmm. just being creative and, and unique with how you date mm-hmm. is important too because just going to expensive restaurants, like you said, that's going to break that's the stupid. bank. And you're really not, I don't know, I I've, I like the connection with people. I like talking right. to you. I like being around you. Like So I really don't like movie dates. Because mm-hmm. you don't actually interact with Because you with, don't with interact people. at all. And mm-hmm. it's just like we're watching a movie and then we're going home. Like, mm-hmm. But also dates don't have to be just dinner or just the movies. It could exactly. Be, it could be a few hours of a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, that's what I'm like. So gr- creativity is definitely park, a big downtown. thing. But when it comes to... The financial side of it, I just, I just find it overwhelmingly one-sided. Mm-hmm. And listening to the women on that panel is just like, so the man is supposed to pay. The man is supposed to pay because that's what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it came from a mindset that was very, very limited in my opinion. And this is why I say that. Because what happens is they're setting an expectation, right? Mm-hmm. So they're setting an expectation saying that. This is what the man is supposed to do. You're supposed to pay for my meal. You're supposed to pay for my movie. You're mm-hmm. supposed to pay for this. You're supposed That's to pay for that. very entitled. It's very entitled. But let a man one time say, mm-hmm. well, if I'm supposed to pay for that meal, you're supposed, supposed to fuck to me at the ass. end of the night. Right. You know? And that's usually that. And that's how usually a the lot of That's it usually goes. the rebuttal. Yeah. yeah, it is. So what is your interpretation of that? Because a lot of times guys will say that, that I've, I've been in so many conversations on this particular subject mm-hmm. and guys will say, well, if I got to pay for the meal, I got to get the pussy. Right. Um, I've been in those situations where I've been on dates with guys and they expected something out of it, mm-hmm. but I, I put a lock and key on it. You right. know, right. Um, it wasn't necessarily a conversation. It mm-hmm. was a vibe. Like, you you know well i know when somebody wants the pussy like i know when someone wants it yeah um with the guy it's very easy it, very you have easy a pussy? Yes. yes then he wants it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple exactly. at times but right. not but not necessarily let me not generalize because i hate generalizations but yeah it that 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 happens a lot mm-hmm. so that's a lot of men's rebuttals like right if i'm paying all of this for this meal this movie this date whatever it may be mm-hmm my ex if that's your expectation, my expectation is the pussy either yeah. this date, the next date, or the next date. If I'm right. paying all this money, I better be getting something. Right. And I think we, we're setting too many expectations on each other. Mm-hmm. In, Do you think a dating. conversation needs to be had about that before a first date? Um, or does that make it awkward? Every About about what? Having, having sex? Like... We're going on this date. You're going to pay. Like, no, I'm not saying, like, the woman's like, you're going to pay. Because anytime I went on the first date, mm-hmm. I didn't expect the man to pay. I always had you always offer. money in my pocket. I and, always and I, and I think that's a big thing. Like, being able to offer, mm-hmm. at least offer and see what he says. For right. me, I'm like, just knowing that a woman is interested in offering uh-huh. makes me like, all right, I could, I could fuck with her for real. Right. But let's say I go on a date. And she offers to pay, mm-hmm. and I let her pay for, let's just say, let her pay for her portion. Mm-hmm. And we just say, oh, we're just going to do Dutch. You pay for yours, I'll pay for mine. Mm-hmm. How is she going to look at me now? Like, damn, this nigga couldn't pay for my meal? Man, fuck this nigga. 
Because I really I feel know. that I would think be the, it's, it's just the type of woman. It, it really does. And and and, and having I a conversation would appreciate if I'm offering to pay mm-hmm. and you're like, no, let's just go Dutch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to appreciate that because mm-hmm. I don't got to pay for the whole damn meal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just the type of woman. And, the, and again, the vibe. Everything right. is about right. the vibe. Like you can tell if a if a guy or you can tell if a woman is not feeling you during a date. <laughs> Not all men. (laughs) For sure, not all men. Some men, they they pick up on things. I don't know where they get it from. People in general just pick Mm -hmm. up. They just don't have an appropriate discernment to really decipher somebody's body language. Yeah. Listening to the words that they say. Listening to how they're reacting to the words that you're saying. Mm -hmm. So, not many people really pick up on that. You know? So, I I, I think it's interesting because I, I like... I liked when we were dating uh-huh. in the early stages yeah. um, because the way that we did it was very different, like extremely different. Yeah. And I, I I don't like the way the mainstream media portrays what dating should look like right. because a lot of times they, they, they perpetuate that the men has to pay for everything. So exactly. if it's a media, the majority of the women that see that will think that's the expectation. Exactly. But it shouldn't be an expectation, just like it shouldn't be an expectation for the man to have sex with that woman at the end of the night. Even right. even a kiss at the end of the night. Right. You know? Um, it literally could be like the movie Hitch with Will Smith where you go on the date and you have to lean in, the, 90, the guy have to lean in the 90%, 90%. and then the woman has to make decisions she want to go to that last 10 to right. you know initiate that kiss. Um, but the expectations that you know, the media and societal norms place on us makes us think that this That's is the what way it it's should supposed be. to be. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say having sex with the man at the end of the night is, is a norm. No, definitely not. But that the man is supposed to do that, it gives a, a negative mindset towards the way that dating should be because it's not equal in right. any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, I don't think it's fair to men, but I also think that women do deserve it. Yeah. You know? So... Me, I know it sounds like I'm bouncing back and forth between it. I don't like the way society and societal norms place things on us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you're trying to earn this woman's time, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're going on a date with this woman because you're interested. She's going on it because she's interested. Right. So you have to give her something a little bit more. You have to show a little bit more. Now, financially, you don't have to... I don't. I don't think on the first day you need to go out there and take them to a Jeff Ruby's or something like that. But if that's your thing. But if that's your thing, and yeah. you you're financially able to do that, go ahead by mm-hmm. all means. But you're setting that standard. But that that's that's that is the standard at that point. Yeah. Like if you take a a, a woman on a first date to Jeff Ruby's or um, what's Jay Alexander, what, Jay Alexander or what's what's that one spot McCormick. in Easton? McCormick and Schmicks, mm-hmm. Smith and Lewinsky, Lewinsky, all of these expensive restaurants, you have now set a standard right. going forward. So going to something like Mongolian barbecue is going to be like, why the hell he brought me here? You know, not saying that Mongolian barbecue is a bad restaurant because the food is mad good in my opinion. Yeah, but that's not a. But that's a hell of a downgrade, yeah. you know. So men need to understand like there is, there is a standard that you have to set There's in a- the. In the initial. line for sure. Yeah, you have to you have to set a standard. Yes, you have to make a good impression, but don't don't overextend yourself mm-hmm. on a first date because you're setting the standard very high at that point. Right. If you are of the means, go ahead, take it. 
take her out to all of these nice restaurants, make her feel good because our women need to know that they that they are mm-hmm. worth a a good date because like some Applebee's, dudes they are probably not. Fuck Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's is one of the most trash restaurants ever. <laughs> I hate Applebee's with a passion. Yeah. The food was good when I was in college, but I hated the service and everywhere I go no matter where I go, no matter what state, no matter what city, uh-huh. the service is horrible the all the time. Applebee's is trash. I absolutely hate Applebee's. <laughs> but outside of that, you know, when we started dating, it was a little bit different. Right. So we actually didn't, we were talking for about a week mm-hmm. before we actually met. because In person, yeah. Yeah, because your cousin was the one that introduced us. Yep. So it was interesting our dynamic because me being me i was just like let me let me test her cuz i'm always testing somebody mm-hmm. whether they know it or not so for me i was just like let me test her so i i this was when we were when i was working in the hospital and i and i ended up giving her my number to give to you and i was mm-hmm. just like all right just give her my number let me see what she does right and you pulled the 3 day rule yeah, <laughs> and you I waited 3 fun. days before you hit me up i was just like but, uh maybe but Oof. you hit me up right and that's what really stood out to me because I was I was so she explained who you were. She showed the picture. Mm. I'm like, oh, we could probably be friends. Right. I thought the Based same thing when I picture. saw your picture. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'll wait a couple of days, and then after that third day, I'm like, let me just hit him up and see what he's about. Right. Right. And that conversation, I want to say, was about four and a half hours long. That first night that yeah. we talked, and it was at in that conversation i was just like yo this chick is dope i remember like, exactly where i was during that conversation i was in my crib on my couch i was in my <laughs> i was in my apartment laying on my bed i remember the comforter i had on there everything wow yeah it was it was crazy i i literally was like you know when you watch like high school movies and you see the guy and the girl talking uh-huh. and they're talking for a long time and they like caking for real. That's, yeah, that's what we exactly were doing that how night. It was. But it was interesting. And that was the first night, right? That was we the first talked. night we talked. The first night we talked, you called me. We started talking. It lasted about four and a half hours. We didn't get off the phone till like... It was like early. It was after midnight that we yeah. got off the phone because you called later in the evening. Yeah. Um, And that whole week, we were just, we were just in communication. Morning... Mm-hmm afternoon and night like we were we just, facetime we, in that week i i don't know i can't remember if we facetime because this is back when we had iphones i yeah. don't mess with iphone no more but we were we were definitely facetiming when we were first dating but i'm yeah. not sure if it was in that week before we actually met yeah but i'm pretty sure that we probably did it once or twice mm-hmm. um but we 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 had a good build-up and that was what really set the tone we had we had a good buildup. We had a lot of different conversations about a lot of different things. Yeah. So the foundation was there. Was even. just there. Yeah. The chemistry was there. But at the same time, I'm like, but that picture though, <laughs> that initial <laughs> she picture didn't that she sent you the correct picture. Yes. So we found out, y'all. Like literally, we found out last year. We've been married this this December. We're gonna be together for seven years Mm -hmm. so we found out last year in the sixth year of being together fifth year of marriage Mm -hmm. that the pictures that we sent to her to To send send to to each other was not the pictures that she actually showed us right so i sent a picture i thought i was like oh this is my sexy pic she did the same thing 
the picture that she sent was like Facebook pictures that she picked out. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you could have fucked some shit up right. with these pictures that you <laughs> sent because it neither could've... of us were interested in talking to each other. Yeah. But something just told me like, let's just throw the number out there. Let's see what she does. And when you, when you hit me up, I was just like, all right, she's not the typical woman because typical women would not hit up a guy first. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't in a way like you were you were pressed to hit me up. Yeah. The whole three day rule. Yeah. That that worked out. But that first week we was, we just built that foundation. Now, first date. First date. The first date you was took interesting. You me to Jeff Ruby's. It's like no, nah, fuck, like, <laughs> fuck out of here. Nah, I didn't even know what Jeff Ruby's was at that time. So you know, me being out here, I was only out here in Columbus for three years at that point. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't know much. I just went to work, came back. And even then, you know, my money was tight. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, so we about to do this date. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, shit, I ain't got no money. <laughs> Go on no damn date. But one thing I do have is a talent to cook. Yeah. So, you know, me being me, my, my grandmother was, my grandmother was from the South. So she's taught me a lot of Southern cooking. And then um, my mom's side of the family, that's all my father's side. My mom's side of the family, all from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So I knew a little bit, I knew a little bit more about cooking than the average person. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't just one of those guys that just know how to, you know, make some rice, macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. um, in a pot, like craft macaroni and cheese, <laughs> right. ramen and shit like that. No, like I actually cook for real. So our first date, our first time actually meeting in person was you coming to my house and I, and I made you dinner. And it was funny because I was comfortable with yeah. typically I'm like first dates need to be in public because right. I don't know this right. man. Um But I had an in because I worked you, with your cousin you, for two years at yeah. that point. So you know? I felt comfortable because I'm like I know my cousin is not about to set me up with no murderer and serial killer <laughs> right, and crazy right. like that. Right. But the the main thing at that point for me was like, all right, I gotta impress her. I gotta impress her. And you would you to be honest. You were the first woman that I actually cooked for. That you purposely cooked for. Yeah, that I actually cooked for since I've been in the state of Ohio. That wasn't a friend. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not even going to lie. There were there were a few girls mm-hmm. that came to the crib after I made a meal for myself and they thought I cooked for them. Yeah. Silly rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. You're just reaping the benefits of the meal that I cook for myself. Right. And I'm I'm okay with you eating some because it's a lot. And usually mm-hmm. I make so much food that I I can't eat it all anyway. Right. So it'll go to waste. So I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead, go, grab a plate. If people come over and I have extra food, I'm just go ahead, just eat. So just don't with, drink all my juice. So with those uh, women who came over after you cooked food mm-hmm. for yourself, did you make their plate and make sure they had what they need? Um, or was it like the plates is over there? Go grab the food. Um, I can't remember. I think I might have made the plate yeah. for them. So you were still a gentleman. You were still yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be an asshole, especially if if they was coming to have sex talking, anyway. Yeah, have sex, or we was just kicking it, and I was interested, and they were interested, and we never had sex yet. Yes. Okay, like you trying, you trying Obviously. to throw me under the bus? But yeah, so. Yeah, you were the first one that I actually cooked for, like on purpose. Mm-hmm. So I'll never forget. I made macaroni. We call it macaroni pie in the Caribbean, but it's baked macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was macaroni pie, rice, 
Um, for you, I made Parmesan crusted tilapia. tilapia. We'll never eat that shit ever again because tilapia is trash. Yeah. It's a trash fish. No more tilapia. But, um, but it was good. When it was we good. Had, when it was good as it. hell. And I think I made myself like some type of chicken or something like that. I was yeah. more so I, like you were pes- You told me for the. You told me up and down like, oh my god, I'm a pescatarian. It's hard for me to find food because you know I only eat seafood, but I don't eat you know just anything. Right. So I was like, all right, I gotta come up with something. So I actually went online to find that recipe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I went online to find a recipe, and I was like, what type of fish can I make for this chick? Like, Dope. I gotta, I gotta That's impress really her. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, I, I, gave, like the- I gave you the pig of the sea. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't know at that but time. But we didn't know at the time. But course. I really like that because with going out on a date and so say if you we our first date were, was to be at, at a, a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, having a conversation like I like fish and mm-hmm. um, this is what I can eat. This is what I can't eat. And us choosing a restaurant together, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But with you actually making a meal, mm-hmm. spending the time, looking the recipe up, mm-hmm. that means a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's more of the creative side of dating. Yeah. I had, to, I had to make sure that I impressed you. Yeah. Because at that point, I was just like, yo, I'm really feeling this this girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the, just the fact that I cooked for you, mm-hmm. that was enough. Like, I, right. I don't cook for anybody. Yeah. Except and for that myself. was a lot. For, that was enough for me too like no man has ever cooked for me but was it good though yeah it was good no nah, i wouldn't right eat that good. shit now no nah, we wouldn't but <laughs> but yeah it was it, it, it you know just just like any other meal it took me the same amount of time i just threw it in because that the fish act itself didn't take long at all like it was mm-hmm. very simple to make. I, I even remember how i made the fish it was so simple like you went grocery shopping and shit for me like that's so dope. I mean, you were cool back then, I guess. <laughs> you know, you know. I thought eh, I'll give her a little meal or something. I like yeah. it. But but that but that's that's what needs to be done nowadays, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I want to go to fancy restaurants. This, I want to do this, I want to do that. But the creativity and mm-hmm. what I did, Means I knew more. that it was something that you want, and I think it wasn't even something like I wanted to surprise you or anything like we mm-hmm. planned for you to come like we we built up the anticipation we're like all yeah. right we're gonna make food what are you interested in yeah um you told me what types of food you ate mm-hmm. told me you were pescatarian but when you came came over you didn't know what you were getting right so you didn't know what the meal was you ain't yeah. know none of that stuff by the time you got to the house everything was everything was done except the fish because the fish was very quick to cook yeah. so i waited until um you was on your way to throw that in the oven. So mm-hmm. by the time you got there, the fish was just finishing, so you had it hot. But the creativity and the thought process behind that is what made that date so much better. Absolutely. And nowadays, I think that's what really needs to be when, done. Yeah, absolutely. Because going to restaurants are cool and whatnot, but you can't go to a restaurant every single week. You got to be creative. Because you're going to be breaking it. If you have the money, go ahead. But that's just a waste of money, in my in my opinion. After a while, you're going to go to every single restaurant there is. Then mm. what are you going to have? Yeah. You got to be more creative. So for for us, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good idea to have the home home meal. Mm-hmm. The, you know, Casa de Darnell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was, so, it, it was definitely a different... A different method for me to show you who I am because after we ate we sat down and we talked for hours and then mm-hmm. you went home 
So did you because so you put in more work mm-hmm. than um just taking me out on a date. Mm-hmm. Did you expect the booty at that time? Like, well, I'm cooking for this chick, so she about nope, to give me some. Nope, I, I did not. I honestly didn't. Because, well, you came in wearing that, uh, them leggings. Leggings and his Man, camisole. You, you came in I, with my leggings? My bra had my boobs and my oh, neck. Oh, my gosh. It, <laughs> I'm like, why did this woman come in here? I had to make sure like, that you knew yeah, what I looked like. But you, you were know? tempting as fuck. But no, I didn't, I didn't have an expectation at that time. Um, I put in, I would say, more work because... I had to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. The meal itself, you probably had a better meal because you had a lot more options on the plate to eat. Mm-hmm. But it was also a hearty meal. We ate, we drank. It wasn't. I don't think we actually had alcohol, but we just ate, we drank, mm-hmm. um, and then we had conversation afterwards. I didn't make any moves. I didn't try to kiss you that night. Mm-hmm. You know, we we actually you actually we actually didn't kiss for the first time until. Maybe the third or fourth time that you came to yeah. the house. Yeah. And at that point, we was like laid up watching movies on the couch. Yeah. You know? And it was just like, you know, slid in there and just like, mm. <laughs> hey, girl. But it, it was it was very sim- It was very simplistic the way that I did it. But even in its simplicity, it still had a greater impact than taking you out. Mm-hmm. And did. that's what I was shooting for. It did. So the expectation... I did. I wasn't worried about expectation. I made your plate for you and all that stuff. It was it it, it was just more creative in my opinion. So, it meant a lot more to me because uh, dating up until I met you was just just that going to the movies or going to a restaurant and them expecting something. Right. Um, but with you, it was a lot different. I felt comfortable with you. Um, it was easy. It was yeah. easy to date you. Yeah. It was it was very easy in my opinion. And, you know, even with every everything with us was easy at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, shoot, we got together in December. We were married by that next August. Right. You know, I put a ring on it. I knew what I wanted. So I made it happen. But it was it was just very simple, you know. So of course I would like to share that story as well, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But I I just think it's very interesting when we look at things like dating and what dating is and the ex- expectations of dating. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure that's put on men, for mm-hmm. sure, to do so much more. But at the same time, a lot of men don't really do enough. Mm-hmm. So I, I see it on both sides. I really do. I think mm-hmm. that, for sure, men should treat the woman because mm-hmm. you need to give... Men need to give women a sense of uh, a sense of caring, of uh, being comfortable, being mm-hmm. able to feel like you actually like them enough to put yourself in a position where it's like, I can, okay, I want to be able to buy you a meal. I want to take you out. Like we go, we get that meal. We go get ice cream, take a walk. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. that's like, even if it's not a fancy restaurant, that's still a good date because it's not like you're going to the movies and you're watching the movie and and that's it. You leave the movie in and you take it home. Mm-hmm. Like that's there's no communication. You need uh, to be able to have that. You just made me think about one of my first dates that was Spill it. Trash. Spill it. So it was this guy that I was working with back when I worked back when I lived um Up north? In Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. Um so I was working with him and of course there was some attraction or whatever. So it was just like, Hey, let's let's go. I wanna take you to the movies. Um 
So we went to the movies. We were waiting on the movie to start, mm-hmm. and I hear him on a on the phone, and it's you know when someone is talking to a female mm-hmm. or uh, so he was clearly talking to a girl on the phone. Um, so we went to what? yeah. <laughs> so I'm like I'm just gonna ignore that. So we watched the movie. After the movie. It's like, okay, so what's about to happen? Are we going to go get some food or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hold on, let me take this phone call. So he gets on the phone again, talking to a girl, setting up their night, and then takes me what? home. What? Yes. Yes. I'm like. Wait, so so he was on the phone with a chick mm-hmm. that he was trying to set something up for after he got off the date with you. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's trash. <laughs> Needless to say, that we didn't trash. talk after that. Like we worked together, I but I was just like, "I'm that ain't that's yeah, not cool." That's trash. Yeah, that is absolute trash. That that's that's a big thing. Like if you're gonna go on a date, you need to be present, be present. and be yeah. present now. Yeah, because you could be present while you're there, but if you're daydreaming and stuff like that in the middle of a conversation, you're not mm-hmm. present now. Right. Like you're there, but you're not there. Yeah. You got to be in tune with the person that you're on a date with. Have conversations. Mm-hmm. Try your best not to have like empty sounds right. and just silence. Yeah, like because it's weird. On on those first dates, I don't understand how people could be so quiet yeah. outside of them just being nervous or you know what have you. Yeah. But but it, when you it should be getting to know the other. Yes, person. when you're just meeting somebody, you should have a plethora of things to talk yeah, about. Questions, everything. Like, what is your family like? Yeah. What do you do for work? Right. You know, what do you do for fun? Do you like to go out with your friends? There's so many subjects that you could talk about. There's no reason for it to be a stale conversation. Do you think, sorry, just took a drink. (laughs) Do you think that sex should come up on the first date? Oh, that is a hard one. Um, sex on the first date. I think it depends on the vibe. Not having sex, but having the conversation. Having a conversation about sex. About sex. Yeah. So, just like, what what type of conversation you mean? Like, be specific. Like, are you talking like having a conversation? Like, so what are you into sexually, or are we fucking tonight? No, like, because <laughs> <laughs> those are two completely right, different exactly, conversations. Exactly. The are we fucking tonight? I don't. Definitely not. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, what are you into sexually? What have you done? Those types of conversations. Um, I don't think that should be a topic in the first date. Right. Okay. Um, I definitely agree. However, it is many times a topic on the first date. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's coming from so, a guy or a girl, because because there are so some women that that bring it up. There's a lot of things can that can that, that can be talked about, but at the same time, for somebody that is interested sexually in somebody Mm -hmm. if you want to have sex with them that night i would like to like if i know that i want to have sex with you Mm -hmm. you know that you want to have sex with me Mm -hmm. and it's blatantly obvious that the two of us want to have sex tonight right why not have the conversation because for me personally the build-up can potentially make the sex better but i want to make sex on the first i just I mean, I've had sex on a first date, mm-hmm. but I just think that you're still getting to know that person. Mm-hmm. What if you have, and for a woman, I think it's different because I'm going to get into a little bit of spirituality, but 
you're allowing a man a man to be inside of you and his vibe his spirit everything, everything is about inside him. of you yeah. so if you're just on a first date and you're just learning this person you don't know what trauma that he's been through you don't mm-hmm. know his you know what he may bring to you mm-hmm. so i don't i think the first date is is a hard yeah if if we were vibing with each other and we both know that we want it, mm-hmm. I think that vibe will still be there on the second or third date. So, I want you to understand what you just did. You only talked about the woman's point of view. What about the man? A man could have sex with a woman mm-hmm. and he has to deal with her previous relationships and all of those things. Every mm-hmm. single thing that you listed, the man has to deal with that as well. Mm-hmm. So, it goes both ways. Right. So, you can't just generalize and talk about what the woman is going to deal with dealing with that man because the man is dealing with everything that woman has dealt with in her past as well. Mm -hmm. So it goes both ways for sure. But if you're a consenting adult and that's what you're into and you want to do that Mm -hmm. and you're used to having sex on a first date or you just feel the vibe is right with that person and Mm -hmm. and the chemistry is there and y'all just like looking at each other and it's just like, you're looking Mm -hmm. at each other with that eye, but in your mind it's like, I'm about to fuck the shit out you. You don't even Mm -hmm. know. You know, if if that's what you want and your body leads you to go forward with that, if the vibe is right, go ahead. But understand that can complicate things a little bit more further down the line, mm-hmm. because let's say you're really into this, this girl or the girl is really into this guy and they're like, yo, the chemistry is there. Boom, boom, boom. This is what it is. And they actually have sex. And then the sex is trash. Mm-hmm. Then what? It's too early. Now, yeah. at this point, you only have but so much foundation from that date. Not even saying you've had conversation before that first date, right. right? So, now you're in a position where you just had sex with somebody that you thought you liked. Thought the chemistry was good, but the sex was whack. Now what? But could that have been a fluke? It could be a fluke. So, that's up to each person to be like, okay, Are well... Are we going to try this again or... Is this it? Exactly. Was this a fluke? Was this something? It's just like a misstep. Was I too good that I made him nut quick? Was mm-hmm. he too good that not good enough? And, mm-hmm. you know, he just couldn't make me nut? Like, it's a number of different things that could be going through the man or the woman's head at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's up for them to decide. But having a connection for women, because women are more emotional and uh, uh, psychological when it comes comes to to, sex yeah so women go more with the vibe on average i would say i'm not going to generalize because there's some women they could they're they're good with just getting it in keeping it moving but a lot of times mentally women have to be there in order to fully enjoy it now Mm -hmm. there are some times when they need to be there mentally and some men are good enough to just give them everything that they need in Mm -hmm. that moment but that's not everybody. We can't say that for everybody. Right. You know, so it's, I don't know. That that sex on a first date can be dangerous if it's somebody that you're really interested in. Because mm-hmm. if you don't build a foundation or build some type of emotional connection or some type of chemistry that could make that sexual experience better, you could be missing out on something that could be good in the long term because right. you try to have short-term satisfaction. Right. You know, so. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at, like. I think it's it it could get difficult or sketchy or whatever 
having sex on the first date because of those things. Right. Like you, I want to, I want to know who you are. Right. Like the second or third day, we might be able to, you know. <laughs> right, right. But the first day, I'm just trying to get to know who you are because I might not want to see you again. Or mm-hmm. if we vibing for real, like I said, if we vibing and we got that connection and we want to, you know, have sex, then it's still going to be there second third fourth fifth date it's mm-hmm. that chemistry is going to even it's going to be even more because we're mm-hmm. going to have more time to talk mm-hmm. and be around you built a better better foundation at that yeah. point i agree i agree what do you um oh sorry you were gonna what do you think or how do you feel about well, i know how you feel but for the people for how the do culture you, <laughs> how do you feel about chivalry because i know chivalry. that was also a topic oh yeah that was a topic so chivalry it still exists. Absolutely. It definitely still exists. The problem is it's not taught. Mm-hmm. Chivalry needs to be taught. For men and women. For men and women. Yes. So I'll tell you my... So my mom always raised me to respect women and do this and do that. Mm-hmm. I opened the doors. Not for my mom because my mom is one of those... I'm so damn independent. Like She'll just go open the door herself. I can't even... I can't yeah. even open the door for you. Yeah, mom. I've like, witnessed that. Oh my goodness, she <laughs> aggravates. I'm like, Ma, just let me open the door for you. Like, yeah. but now that she has a boyfriend, oh, she, yeah. she now she's used to it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, chivalry's not dead. But I can say, my first time being schooled on chivalry, I was actually interested in this this girl that um that went to Central State. Mm-hmm. It was very very short lived. It 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 went literally nowhere. Like we we talked for a hot second, and it was nothing. Nothing crazy. We didn't mess around or nothing. Mm-hmm. Never even kissed. But I'll never forget, I was on campus with her. I was walking with her from, from the cafeteria. And we were walking on the street. And she moved me to the outside mm-hmm. of her. Basically to the to the curb. Facing right. the curb, right? right? And I was so confused about why she did that. Now, mm-hmm. chivalry means a lot of things. But that's one aspect of chivalry I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You even schooled me when we got together about, you know, when you're in a restaurant and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. to sit and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, but it's something that wasn't taught to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I grew up in a single single household, single family household with my mom. My mom was always working. So I never saw anybody open doors and stuff for her. She never yeah. told me to open doors and stuff for her. Yeah. But she definitely made sure that I respect women. Right. Like her and my grandmother was were the ones that raised me. You know, so it was interesting when I was walking with this with this girl on the street, how she moved me out. And she did it in a very respectful way. And that was the thing that allowed me to receive it a lot better. Mm-hmm. She moved me to the outside and said... You're supposed to walk on the outside. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean? Like, why do I have to walk on the outside? She was like, if there's anything that were to happen, Mm -hmm. a fight break loose, a car accident, a car skidding, jumping the sidewalk, Mm -hmm. or, you know, something happening, you should be on the outside because you should be the protector. protector. That that is chivalry. And I was like, oh, I never even thought about that before. Mm -hmm. So from that day on, I made sure, like, to the point that, even walking with you, mm-hmm. you get on my damn nerve because you always want to stand on the outside, and um, I would just and walk and I would just look at you like, so you just gonna, so, you, <laughs> so so you're just gonna stand on the outside, so you so you're not gonna walk in, and I'll just move you over. But it's never on purpose. It's just it's not on purpose because even to to this day, we've been married six years. Mm-hmm. 
you still did it. <laughs> I know. You know, but it annoys you even when you see people like when we're driving or what or taking definitely. a walk or whatever. But at the same time, you can't blame somebody and then I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking about men in general. Because mm-hmm. a lot of women say, Oh yeah, a man should do this and a man should do that. And I agree, men men should be opening the doors. They should be courteous to women. They should mm-hmm. be walking on the outside. They should be handling a lot of these different things as men. But you can't fault a man for something that he's ignorant of. Right. And that's one of the biggest things. Now, if I'm a guy and I know it, and I don't do it, that's when you need to judge me. Yeah. If if I'm with you, and you never see me do these things, Mm -hmm. and then you see me with my mom, and I do it for my mom. Then it's a problem. Then I'm trash at that point. You know, but chivalry is not dead. But chivalry is a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually never looked looked it up when I was when I was younger. I looked it up like, what is chivalry and how how can a man be chivalrous? Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's just man, just protect the woman, just protect the woman and put her first. That's that's how I saw it. So everything I did was chivalry to me when it came mm-hmm. to you. You know, um, but. You know, there's ways that women can do that as well. Mm-hmm. So one thing that you did when we first started started dating, I thought it was interesting and weird at the same time. Mm-hmm. I will open the car door for you. Mm-hmm. You'll get in the car. I'll close the door. By the time I get to the driver's side, mm-hmm. the door's open. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Opening You're just your like, I'm, I'm, I'm being chivalrous to you. And I'm like, stop opening the door. <laughs> it's okay. I can open it myself. It's, it's just a door handle. Let let me just handle this part of it. I thought that was the weirdest thing. I'm like, you are literally reaching over the driver's seat just to open the door. I appreciate it, but you don't have to but, do that. But that was me being chivalrous. That was me showing you that I cared. Exactly. Even though you told me, you know, to stop. It took you. It, it took you about two years. To yeah. Stop that. <laughs> um. I, that was still me showing you, like, you know, mm-hmm. I care. Yeah, most definitely. And I and I think it's something that men should definitely do. Um, and it should be taught to all children. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with that is a lot of people aren't being taught, whether it's by their mother and father, mm-hmm. or if they're in a single parent household with just their father or a single parent household with just their, their mom. It is up to, it is up to a man to know this, mm-hmm. but if he doesn't know it, women school him. Just school him, but do it in a respectful way. Don't right. ma- don't demean him. Don't make him feel bad. Don't say it in a way like, nigga, like you're not even gonna open my door. Right. What, what, <laughs> what, what movie was? There was a movie that that happened. Was it uh, How to Act Like a Man? That Steve Harvey movie. I don't know how to think like man. I don't know. Think 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 like a man or whatever that movie is called. But I'm pretty sure there's something similar to that happened in that movie. And I'm just like. Yeah, a lot of dudes don't know, mm-hmm. but you can't fault a man for something that he is ignorant of. Plain right. and simple. Right. Just teach him. There's there's ways that you can teach somebody to take care of you, teach mm-hmm. somebody how to love you, teach somebody how to, you know, really be the best that they can be for you. Not trying to change them. And and it's not about changing uh, them because it's it's more so just making them better. Mm-hmm. Um it's not like you're trying to change me for the worse. You're making mm-hmm. me a better person because her teaching me that is going to give me, has given me an opportunity to teach my son that, mm-hmm. right? So 
you know, when we walk in the street with, with our son, mm-hmm. I always put you on the inside right. and I say, hey, make sure mommy's on the inside. We need to protect her. Right. So you are the one that's on like furthest from the curve mm-hmm. and then it's him and then it's me. Mm-hmm. So that way I could protect the both of y'all. Right. But he knows that, you know, we go to restaurants and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I always say, hold the door for mommy. Right. And what does he say every time he holds the door? Ladies first. Ladies first. He's been doing this since he was able to walk. Yep. He couldn't hold the door by himself, but I'll hold it for him and yeah. he'll just put his back on it and he'll do it. I'll, there's people coming out before we even walk he, in. I'll, he holds the door for He other holds people. the door for other people and he says, ladies first, even yep. if it's men, yep. ladies first, <laughs> because he didn't know gender at that time because he yeah. was so young. But you, if, if, if somebody doesn't teach a kid that, how do you expect them to know right that kid is going to become an adult Mm -hmm. and it goes for men and women men and women you need to teach your kids what chivalry is Mm -hmm. and how to treat men and how to treat women plain and simple you can't be mad if somebody doesn't know it just educate them that's all it is just educate them on how to how to move how to move to make you happy how to move to satisfy you but also be ready for feedback because they're going to come back with some like, okay, well, this is what I like. Right. This is yeah. what I want you to do. You and know? those so, are good conversations to have. Yeah, most definitely. So, uh, it's been our time. This, this was, this is good a pretty good episode. This is good a pretty good episode. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to what we're going to be putting out here in the very, very near future. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a few people waiting for the podcast to drop, but y'all got to wait. I gotta wait. It's coming. It's coming. Just wait on it. Just wait on it. So I plan on having a few episodes um, created before we even drop them. And I'm giving myself some leeway just in case things get a little hectic and too busy and I'm not able to create an episode. Mm-hmm. I always have some have in the back. In the yep. Just ready to go. So trust me, it's definitely going to be some consistency with this. You're going to get a new episode once a week. So anytime a Good. new episode come out, be ready. It's gonna be out there. Good. But make sure y'all follow social media handles. Um, Fifty Shades of Play, Shades with the Z instead of a S. Fifty Shades of Play on IG. Uh, Fifty Shades of Play on Twitter. On Twitter is gonna be five zero Shades of Play. Um, and if anybody's interested in sending us some type of question or comment concern or something Mm -hmm. you need advice on sex tips whatever it may be um you could email us at 50 shades of play at gmail.com i love it i'm excited good conversations good conversations to come it's gonna it's gonna be good the next episode should be pretty good we'll probably be um doing that one towards the end of the week but yeah this is this is good stay tuned because we got a lot in store for y'all Alrighty, guys. All right, deuces.